Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. This is Editing Brad here to tell you that we had a couple of issues with this week and next week's episode. We, um, I guess at some point, whenever Blue moved back to where she is, there's a little bit of an issue with her audio setup. So her microphone has a little bit of a thing. We apologize profusely beforehand. We just, you know, we're sorry and we'll get that fixed by next week. Also, forgive the whole thinking we had video. Riverside wrecked everything this week. I apologize, but we'll have video next week. I promise. Love you. Bye-bye. And enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. I am blue. That is Brad. Hi. I also have a face. He's on this side for me, but maybe on this side in editing. Uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. No. All I know is, so I found out that... Premiere has an uh, AI plugin that will automatically like switch camera feeds depending on whose audio it's detecting. Oh, okay. So uh, I might get some fancy AI to do all That's of fine. our editing. Because <laughs> why not? I mean, why not try to make things easier? At this point, we all know I'm willing to pay for convenience hmm. just to make my life simpler. So I'll I'll do it. It's fine. I know what I'm doing. Yep, we both do. That's why we're here. Professionals. Exactly. It, it, major, major professionals. I totally was not having technical difficulties getting ready for this. No. Yeah, I absolutely have my you? cable plugged in. Absolutely. Yeah, you do the thing. <laughs> I'm good. I'm still in a cast. I have a slightly green elbow, but way less green than it was like a week ago. The biggest thing is it's fucking itchy. Itchy. Uh, you know what? I'm sure. Yeah. So also, have you tried not being so envious? <laughs> <laughs> this is so... Uh, doing this with video is so weird because I'm like, I don't know what to do with my hands. No. I don't... I feel like I can't fidget anywhere near as much. <laughs> yeah, we're actually really gross people and now you get to see that. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It, it's so much fun. But yeah, my incision <laughs> kind of runs along here, and then I have two little guys here and here. So two little guys, two little guys, where they shoved a camera in my arm. Yeah. Ew. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, 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 ew. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they put a camera in your arm I'm, and you didn't I'm, even post it to Instagram. Yeah. I thought or Yeah. Outside of that, how's it been to be home? How is it with Bean? Bean is great. Win is our other pup. She's also great. I don't talk about Win as much because my parents got Win when I was still in the city. So, um, yeah, getting to know her, which is nice. Um, mm. Win is bigger and kind of ugly. <laughs> she's great, <laughs> but she's like a backyard breeder, Golden. They're both rescues. All of our dogs that we've had have been rescues, but. Um, Win is like very much like a you can tell the inbreeding was happening um mm. with her. Tilly was a purebred golden from a good good breeder, but she was just given up as a pup because they were like a golden retriever is high energy. What? What? I never would have thought. A, a working dog being high energy? <laughs> Insane. No, never. Never. Um but yeah, they're great. Uh, yeah, it's been storming off and on today, and they've been not happy about that. Lovely. It's also what been raining you? for us. It's been pretty much raining all week. Mm. So yeah, it's been it's been a time. But uh, I've been good, busy-ish between you know dealing with shenanigans. We got a new stove, okay, which is so nice. I got fancy background decorations. So, you know, we got all of our usual suspects of some of my favorite anime, but also you got the custom B&B shit. So very, very pleased with that. Very pleased with how those yeah. turned out. Um, I don't know. Outside of that, I've been doing a whole lot more, like going out and touching grass. Nice. Going to concerts. Got more concerts coming up. I'm actually going to one uh next friday at time of recording for um mm. a friend of mine is performing and that's just kind of going to be a group hangout for mm. um like an early birthday hangout for me because mm -hmm. i'm old and sentimental and just want to hang out with friends and family <laughs> on my birthday yeah so that's been that's been it outside of that just so much anime 
So, so, so much, so much good shit, so much returning shit. I am, I'm having a time, but having a good time, but having a time watching as much as I've been watching. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of did the opposite, really. I don't know. Like, with, after surgery, I did watch a bit of anime. We did have a a watch party together for, at one point, when I was pretty fresh out of surgery. But for some reason, like, my anime bug just didn't bite when I was, like, stressed. And I think what it was is that, like, because I love to watch subbed, I just didn't have the mental capacity to be reading anything, um, really, during that time. So I have been out of the anime loop quite a bit recently, so I'm I'm very excited to jump back in again now that my brain is functioning. Um, I, yeah, I'm stoked. So I'm glad to know that you're all up to date. And you can yeah. get me up to date too. Oh my goodness. There's so much stuff I can get you up to date on. I found an actual good horror anime. Okay. I am very pleased with this discovery. So should you ever want to pick up our weekly watch parties, I have something that's mm-hmm. coming out week to week. That is a very, very good. I've been hooked on it ever since the first episode ended. So I'm very, very pleased. Yes, I yeah yeah i want to i'm down but outside of that trash rom-com also very good <laughs> they picked up one of the first shows i watched whenever i got back into anime they finally picked up the second season and that's coming out right now very mm-hmm. very good mm-hmm. yeah it's been it's been great been so much yeah <laughs> what if they made keijo into a real sport i mean i feel like we're skipping steps uh, i mean probably however let's let's you know, in that same similar vein, though, like, have you ever, I don't know if we've talked about this on here or not, but have you ever watched competitive pole dancing? Yeah. Like, th- that shit is incredible. Like, it's the insane. people that do yeah. that, like, major, major kudos to them, because mm. that is, like, that is impeccable athleticism. So, therefore, I'm like, okay, Keijo could be a real thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm down. Now, granted, I don't know how well you're going to have a teacher in the classroom teaching this and, you know, be able to slam a piece of chalk into a girl's forehead with her ass. But I mean, hey, it could become a real sport. (laughs) 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 Fun fact about that clip, by the way, (laughs) I have um, updated all of my alerts on Twitch. That may or may not be one of them. I just went through, okay, because I saw that someone had put the um, Oshinoko clip of Pion and Ruby, and I am 100% caught up on the manga, and I can't think of her name, Kana, mm. of them, like, doing the dance with Pion, and somebody had green screened that, so I was like, oh, there's an opportunity for me to use that as a thing with like the audio clip and the whole nine yards. So what I did, I was like, you know, I should just go ahead and overhaul all of my alerts. So for anybody that has me as friends on discord, my banner is the clip of one chick, like face palming another chick and slamming her into the wall. So that's also one of my alerts, the K on clip of, (laughs) <laughs> the teacher taking a piece of chalk and ass slamming it into another chick. Also one of them. I guess went through and overhauled them all just because I wanted funny audio and video clips for my alerts because all of them were set to default and Twitch stream elements and all of that has been really bad about like properly updating my like activity lists because my streams here lately have been like doing a lot better numbers than what they were. So I needed a way to distinguish all the bullshit that was happening because, again, the sounds are too similar Mm. or in some cases exactly the same. So I went through completely overdid them all. So now I can actually tell the difference. So that way I can actually, you know, properly handle things and not just be an idiot because I'm an idiot. (laughs) It's an established fact. It's canon. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, shenanigans, pure, pure shenanigans. Also, Baldur's Gate has consumed my life. Fair. But I mean, why wouldn't it? It's, you know, D&D, the video game. Fair. And and pretty much every NPC is romanceable, so I'm, I'm having a ball. 
Because why not? Why not treat it like a harem? <laughs> Just for shits and giggles. <laughs> also, I don't know if there are ramifications for trying to romance every romanceable character. Did you know that there's actually a... There's a thing in Stardew Valley to where if you try to romance all of the romanceable characters, you'll actually walk in on a meeting of them, like having an intervention about you, and they'll all be talking shit. <laughs> That's the thing that I found out. Now, this isn't like a recent discovery, but I don't think it's something that we've actually talked about. That's it's funny. an actual thing <laughs> to where you'll walk in and like they're having a meeting about you and just how much of a sleaze bag you are and then you walk in and they just all start tearing into you about you being oh. a massive sleaze bag <laughs> so uh. <I> was like wow <laughs> so yeah that's a i got completely off track i don't know where the fuck i was going <laughs> with any of that <laughs> oh so, yeah, um, welcome, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Oh, yeah. You good? Yeah, just some positions I'll put my arm in and then it's fine and then it's not fine, you know? Yeah. So I'm Makes just sense. still figuring out how to, like... Get comfortable? Yeah. It's only, Understandable. Like, uh, so, okay, I haven't told anyone in the podcast. Brad knows about this, but podcast people don't know about this. Um, I went to the ER after having my surgery um, which was great fun uh, because right after my surgery I woke up and I was fine but the nurses stressed that if I had any issue with um, like swelling and blood circulation it was a straight to the ER kind of situation and the next day obviously I had issues with swelling and my fingers were numbing and like tingly and I like they felt cold to me like when I just held my hand like I was like oh yeah my fingers are cold and then I would touch them with my other hand and they would feel warm and I was like oh that's not that's not good no <laughs> like if this hand feels them warm but this hand is cold something's wrong um so we call the non-emergency line and we're like hey this is the situation do you think we should go in and they're like yeah so and literally I think I'd messaged literally you and a couple of people that morning being like i'm fine like i totally did that afternoon in the er um (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you had messaged me and you're like hey i um i think i'm going to the er and then i hear nothing for 24 hours and i'm just like motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) and it's because i was in the er and I saw the triage nurse at first and she was like, I think it's probably just that this outer bandage was too tight. Um, so I'm just going to take that off, readjust it. But I want you to wait for x-rays and stuff just in case. And I was like, okay, fair enough. So me and my dad sit down. Five hours later, we were in, we finally get to see another nurse. Which, for and I admit, for a Friday night, probably not that bad in the ER. But, like, considering I was not even 24 hours post... No, just over 24 hours post-surgery, it wasn't fun. I And the thing is, is, like, I don't know if this is standard procedure in Canada, but I was asking my mom about it, actually, because, like, I see so many videos online of Americans waking up from surgery and being fucked. Like, they're, like... They're, like... uh, They... Like, I saw a video of a woman who had had a similar wrist procedure to what I had, And when she woke up, her daughter was there beside her bedside and had switched to one of those baby hands with her hand. And I was like, yeah, mom, they took my hand and gave it to you because you needed it. So it's okay, though, because they gave me this one. And she had like a baby hand and her mom was like fully with it. She was like, why would they do that to you? Like, I, I was fine with just a wrist surgery. Why did they take your hand? It was really funny. But, like, that wasn't, that has never been my experience here in Canada. So I just don't know if, like, we don't get the same kind of drugs as standard as what they give in America. Because I was on T4s, so, like, slight codeine um, outside of the hospital. And uh, anyway, so I go to the ER. I'm in a lot of pain. I've got a pillow. They're giving me ice. I brought ice, but it melts. So they go through the chemical ice bags that I've got those on. Anyway, so I'm in the ER nurse's station, finally. There was a woman sitting next to me while I was waiting for the ER. She must have had like stomach pains of some variety because she was leaning over and talking about how she was um, gluten free. 
Anyway, she kept asking me about what I'd done to my arm. And I was like, oh, it was surgery. And she was like, so why you hear that? And I'm like, oh, because of the swelling. And she was like, she was asking me about the procedure. And I was like, yeah, they cut my bone in half. And like, they had to shave it down and put metal in and everything. And she was like, they amputated your arm from the inside. And I'm like, kind of, <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> like, I was fine until you said that. And now I'm like, yeah, they fucking did amputate my arm from the inside. And I'm kind of freaking out a little bit now. <laughs> like, like, I didn't need to know about that. Could we not have kept that to ourselves? But no. So, and then she also was talking about hot firefighters and my dad sitting next to me. And I'm like, uh-huh. It was, yeah. Um. Anyway, so we go, we go back. I sit in the, the chair. The nurse comes over. He takes everything off of my arm. So now I'm sitting there, like, holding my arm like this. And freshly broken bone being held together by a piece of metal is now completely exposed with no splint. And then just walks away. And he's like, and he's like, I need to call the surgeon to make sure that there's nothing else wrong with it. Your incision looks good. It doesn't look like it's infected or anything. But he doesn't wrap it back up again. Um, After he's established it, it's probably just the like he thinks it was also just the, the tensor bandage on the outside as well um and so he goes and he's talking to the surgeon he's waiting for the surgeon to call back he's calling a different surgeon because like hand surgeons are very strict specialists and like you have to kind of get one so i don't know if he could get my surgeon but he was calling a bunch of different surgeons waiting for them to call back to get these opinions on whether or not there was anything else that was an issue and all this time i'm just sitting here like this and then i start feeling the shakes come in and i'm like oh shit and then before I know it, I'm like violently shaking, like full on turned into a chihuahua in the middle of a slight breeze. Like I am gone. And uh, my dad's sitting next to me. He's like, can we get some hot blankets? My dad piles me in hot blankets. I'm still shaking. I'm out of it at this point, like gone. They keep asking me what my pain scale is. And I'm like, it's a five. It's a six. It's a seven. It's an eight. I can't talk to you right now because I'm crying. Like, it was, like, not good. Anyway, he comes over. He goes, yeah, everything looks totally fine. I'm just going to wrap you back up again. Wraps me back up again, but without any of the internal gauze. Like, it was just, like, a fabric bandage. But when I had left the surgery and they took it all out, there was, like, padding in here. Um, But he wrapped me back up again without any of the padding. So it was just, like, the, the gauze, but none of the, like, thick gauze. And um, then puts the splint on and the bandage on. And now the splint's like, there's room, obviously much more room for swelling because none of that gauze is there. But the splint now feels like so close to my skin. Like it feels so sharp. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to get you something for the pain. And then leaves again. And he's just gone. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, great. I guess he's off getting something for the pain. Then a different nurse comes over after like another 15, 20 minutes with a needle that she shoves into my arm. And she's like, Obviously, she tells me. She says it's something for the pain. I don't know what drug it was. My dad doesn't remember either. Both of us were not exactly paying attention to what she was saying at that point. Um, She comes over and she injects it into me. But it was like the longest injection I've ever experienced. She could only put it in a little bit at a time. And then she had to leave the needle in my arm after the injection was like fully in. I guess to like, I don't know. I don't really know why, but like she had to leave the needle in for a couple of seconds afterwards. So the entire injection felt like it took like a full minute to actually go in, which was very odd. Um, and then I was, this is another thing. Like I, even from that injection, which I assume was some pretty intense drugs, obviously not intense enough, like morphine to where they need to like monitor you, but like some pretty intense stuff, I'd say. I still wasn't out of it. Like I was still very conscious And, like, I walked myself back to our car in the car park, got in, went home, had dinner, crashed and went to bed, then messaged you the next day. Like, I don't know what drugs we have here in Canada, but in America, you seem to have some crazier shit. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that that we do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have some, uh, I mean, morphine's pretty much as far up there, but, I mean, the tiers below that... Yeah, it'll it'll make you real fucking loopy. <laughs> yeah, because I was not not when it because I was expecting to be. I was expecting to be loopy when I first woke up from surgery. I was expecting to be loopy from whatever they gave me um, for the pain afterwards, and then I was expecting to be loopy from whatever they gave me in the ER. But from all of those, I just was fine. And I'm like, is it a me thing or is it a like standard drugs are different? I don't know. I mean, it 
It very well could be both. Maybe it's just the English in you. <laughs> if there's one thing I learned over this whole ordeal, tired, drugged up blue is full English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because whenever you first sent me that first uh, voice message, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I haven't heard like this much full on English since like back whenever we first started the podcast. Mm-hmm. And... Like, back then, like, those episodes were just so long. Like, the Canadian in your accent would, like, just slowly drift, and it would go to English. <laughs> like, I haven't heard this much English out of Blue in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. My, like, social, I don't know, what, what do you call it? Like, chameleoning, camouflage, uh-huh. just disappears. I mean, I'm like, I, <laughs> I mean, perfectly, perfectly fine. Like, I, I get it. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh. Well, that's new. That's different. But I mean, it's fine. Like, again, I honestly, if I were a betting individual, I would have bet that's how it would have went. But I was like, that's fine. Like, it's nice to actually just like fully see this side. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'll have a nice scar, a nice couple of scars. I've already got one on my hip um, from the the bone marrow thing. That's Mm -hmm. completely like, it's pretty fine. It's still a little bit bruised. Um, but I mean, it was still a, 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 I guess, does it classify as a fracture? Like when they shove a needle in your bone? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's definitely a injured bone. So I'm not surprised that it's like still a bit bruised. But for the most part, that's fine. It's a little bit puckered where the internal stitches are still dissolving. Um, but it just had tape on the outside and that tape's gone now, so... I was going to say, you bruise from like a slight, you know, pat on the back. That's, <laughs> that, yeah, that, that doesn't too. surprise me. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's the surgery update is um, one very long, exhausting trip to the ER. Um, and yeah, but other than that, I have another doctor's appointment tomorrow where I'm getting this switched out. So it's disgusting right now. Say goodbye to it. This will be the first and last time you ever see it. Um, and then... I think I'm going to get a legit, like, an, uh, they said it's been described as a custom cast, which makes it sound real fancy. Um, I wonder if it's going to be, like, is it going to be one of those braced type things where you get the cast, but it's going to, like, come with, like, the uh, fucking, you know what I'm talking about, right? The one that has, like, the thing on the elbow that's really, like, a brace type thing? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, considering, you know, you telling me about your range of movement and everything, that's mm. kind of what that brings to mind. Yeah. Well, but other also, surgeons, I'm stupid. Other surgeons with this same procedure do put the full, like, this brace all the way up to yeah. the elbow and lock in the elbow. My surgeon chose not to. Um, I think specifically in my case as well, because I have hypermobility, so my, my joints can get locked in strange positions and i can like tense up real weird and stuff as well so i think that was something to take into account um my surgeon did say i have the smallest ulna she has ever worked on though (laughs) so tiny bones uh hooray tiny bones (laughs) Um, uh but yeah i don't know i don't know what it's gonna be this is half solid so i don't know if you can like this can you see that edge where i push in there that's cast all through here and then into the back around the same width. This is solid. And then this is soft on the back. So this is just bandage. Oh. So, yeah. Yep. Full cast tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. What color are you going with? I have no idea. I don't even know if I'll get <laughs> options. I got the options with both of mine. Yeah. I went with blue. <laughs> I'd probably go with blue, too. It, uh... You know, it's so strange, like how like a favorite color changes over time. Mm. Because blue used to be my favorite color. Like just like a darker kind of navy-ish used to be my favorite. And then now it's black and pink. Pink and black. Like Like our keyboards. Yeah. I also have the exact opposite. Yeah. Except for I now have to get a new one. Why? Uh, my S broke. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, it's starting to give me issues. Now, I could probably just, you know, replace that key and the button under mm-hmm. it. Again, stupid 
don't know how to do that. <laughs> oh, also, I wonder um, if there are pink and black keyboards that you can get already. Probably. I'm sure I could also get a custom one if I felt like yeah. it. But speaking of pink and black, I've shown you a picture of these, but I haven't actually shown these on uh, any sort of media yet. Come here. So for those that have been living under a rock and haven't heard us discuss this, um, we're doing a D&D podcast that will be the first episode will be dropping some point in the future. But um, I finally got in my custom dice Ooh. that are metal oh, and sick. black and pink. So, yeah, they are... Um, they're heavy. Like this thing probably weighs close to a pound. Just the D twenty. Like it's a honking thing. <laughs> but yeah. So in case you're wondering what's going to be rolling against you going forward, whenever we pick the campaign back up, it's um, okay. it's chunky. Actually, I wonder if the microphone will pick this up if I roll it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it chunking. Yep, chunking. <laughs> it, it real chunk. I like it. Very nice, very like beautiful, beautiful set of dice. Like if anybody's interested in getting some Riftgate on Etsy, very, very nice people. They send you like a custom card that's wax sealed. And like the whole nine yards, like beautiful presentation, like everything was excellent. It gets to you quickly. I could not praise them more. It was excellent. Great experience. 10 out of 10 would order again. Good to know. Yeah. JJK? JJK. I feel like we're kind of <laughs> out of it today. Like, I I don't know. We're not in no. our rhythm. We need one more time to go. I mean, it's it's perfectly fine. We've we've been away for a month at this point. True. So it's, uh, we'll get back on form, maybe. I also chose I, I tea it. today instead of coffee. And yeah, I think that's a, that was a mistake. <laughs> I had coffee and uh, Pepsi Zero before recording, and then I'm now consuming another. Nice. I had two cups of coffee this morning, which for me is very light. And now I have a lemon ginger tea, which is getting spicy because it's been sitting for a while. Oh, so the ginger's really starting to get into everything then. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. JJK. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> So I know how to do these things. We know how to do the <laughs> things. JJK second season. If you want to watch our first season cover of JJ, JJK and or JJK other, zero. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> check out previous episodes. Yeah. Which I mean, I will say for this one, you can get away with not having seen any JJK. Because yeah. this is a prelude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say do not watch this first and then expect that same animation quality out of JJK zero and the first season of JJK Mm. because between this and ZOM 100, I messaged blue and I was like, somebody needs to fucking check on Mappa because they cannot be doing okay. Yeah. Not just, not just animation quality, but sound quality as well. Oh my goodness. They stepped up the sound quality on this so much. Like everything about this hit exactly how it was supposed to Mm -hmm. like i got emotional whenever i was supposed to like i everything was just chef's kiss very very good yes yeah so um i'm not going to go into any of the background details uh that we would normally go into for this really because we've covered it in the other ones Yeah, yeah plus again don't um like Go watch it because mm-hmm. it's nice to have the background of like everything leading up to it. And it gives you a, like it gives you some real appreciation for some of the characters. But also I was watching through this and I was like, I really want to rewatch the first season again. And I'm like, some of these characters seem very familiar, but also I don't remember them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And, um, yeah yeah same it's been a while since uh i've kind of taken in jjk you know and like it's kind of been like categorized in that brain in my brain and i've had to like rummage around to try and find things for it because it feels like there was such a long time between 
the first season and this. Obviously, there was JJK Zero in between. But, like, I don't know. It feels really long. And I think it's just because seasons recently have been jam-packed with incredible stuff. And mm. so, like, the anime world has been kind of overwhelmed. And JJK was such a huge hit as soon as it came out that, um, like, putting it on pause felt like just more intense than normal. I don't know. Well, so I believe the first season came out in 21, if I'm not Mm -hmm. mistaken, because it won anime of the year at the 22 anime awards, Mm -hmm. which I think happens in like January or February. So that tells me it had to have come out in 21. So that's at least a year and a half break with JJK zero in between, but JJK zero is a prequel to the first season. So you don't get Itadori Megumin or uh, Nobara, mm-hmm. who's our main trio going into that. So therefore, it still feels like a little bit of a disconnect. Yeah. So, but at least going forward, because as of now, JJK is technically on a two-week hiatus. It's not. They're releasing episodes. But today's episode is the recap of JJK Zero. So mm-hmm. you'll probably get the whole hour and 45 minute long movie condensed down to a 30 minute episode. And then if I'm not mistaken, next week's episode is a recap of season one because the rest of season two for the Shibuya incident arc takes place immediately after season one. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I'm probably going to watch both of those recap episodes when I normally wouldn't just because I feel like I kind of need them in this case. Yeah, I'll probably just go rewatch through the whole first season. I've seen JJK Zero three times now, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to go sit through that whole film again. I might just rewatch that last fight scene because it's very good. But um, the rest of it, I'm just like, eh, like I get the story. And if anything, with the first or with the hidden inventory arc of this, I have a newfound, I guess, respect for the ending of JJK Zero now because now i kind of get it like i get why that ended the way that it did and why uh gojo and ghetto kind of had that moment there at the end Mm. so going forward it kind of gives us more things to look out for Mm -hmm. but i definitely want to rewatch season one so i feel like i'm prepared for the rest of what's to come because um nobody's ready for the rest of I've had so much shit try to be spoiled for me on TikTok, and I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Actually, okay, so I'm going to pitch an idea here. Okay. We do dumb videos where we show each other TikToks. (laughs) (laughs) That's the video. You know what? I'm down for it. Oh, I was talking to somebody the other day. It might have been Dakota about... Because he was talking to us about stuff we should cover on the podcast. And I'm like, well, Blue and I have discussed, like, branching out our content in general. Mm. Like, right now, there's a sale on visual novels. Okay. So, I I spent I spent a lot of money on visual novels. <laughs> so, I was like, either A, I might just, you know, voice act all the way through those and make it dumb. I was like, or if you wanted to sit in on that and we could record that together just to do that for B and B gaming videos. I'm like, that's an idea. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. So then outside of that, like I'm down to do a TikTok reaction. video. <laughs> I think, I think it would be so dumb. Obviously. I mean, we're trying to theme it around nerd stuff, but like sometimes the occasional other thing may just slip in there. I mean, at at this point, like, there's nothing wrong with us, like, breaking the norm. I mean, granted, we we are strictly an anime podcast, but it's... But we are also, like, is, general nerds as well as anime podcasts. Like, we do D&D stuff, cosplay stuff. Well, this is more laughing shit. Like, we're just nerdy in general, so... Yeah, like, my, my entire personality is built around anime, gaming... Music being an idiot. (laughs) So there's like, there are plenty of options for us to just explore and do stupid shit. But also, as we've been told before, people come for the bullshit and stick around for the anime. (laughs) 
So uh, it's fine. Everything's now we're going to stick around for our beautiful faces. Yeah. Well, yours, mine. Oh, hey. Let me just. Hey. <laughs> oh, I can I can actually do something about that. Let's and see our here. matching um, gap teeth. Yeah. <laughs> this used to be so much worse. Yeah, mine too. Mine was big enough to fit a two-pound coin in. I could fit my pinky in between. Nice. Now, granted, that was my child pinky, not my, you know, adult-sized adult mitt. <laughs> but also, God, I got braces in, what, sixth, seventh grade, maybe? Maybe towards the end of sixth, because I know I got them off my freshman year of high school, mm. and I felt like I had those fuckers forever. I had mine probably around the same time. Maybe second year of middle school, so grade seven. Because, like, I got them pretty much as soon as we emigrated to Canada. I got the spaces put in for them to be able to put the caps on my teeth to expand my jaw. Hmm. But then I had to have the surgery where they removed my supernumerary tooth. Oh, yeah. The tooth that's like, oh, her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I saw saw something on my desk and I was confused. A mouse. Uh, No. Although, so I got freaked the fuck out the other day. Okay. I was doing something at my desk and my chair, like I heard it squeaking. And I was like, is that a fucking mouse? Because it sounded just like a mouse squeaking. And so I stopped what I was doing and I was like, I am going to find this fucker so i tossed my entire office like tossed it <laughs> could not find it so i sat down and like as soon as i put my headphones on i start hearing it again i was like hang on just a minute and so like i just start looking like i start like looking behind my computer case and like under all the wires and i'm still not hearing it i'm like what the fuck sit back down start moving and like as i'm swiping the chair side to side and I start hearing the squeaking again, and I was like, "Oh, you bitch!" It was it was one of those situations. I was like, "I have destroyed my office over this shit," and it was my fucking chair. That's funny. Was, I was so upset. That's really funny. Yeah, but on the flip side, uh, I've, I'm caught up on Oshinoko. I cried. Yeah. Oh, that's not I, surprising. I I can't wait for it to come back, man. The next arc is going to be so good. Oh, I'm so excited, but also I'm I'm hurt. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, JJK. JJK. Okay. Um. Yeah. So this second season started airing on the sixth of July. I'm taking over your job. Um, <laughs> good good enough yeah it's still gonna be running for the foreseeable future uh 23 episodes so it'll end at some point yeah it will go through the fall anime season because it's running for two concurrent cores so instead of splitting it it's going to run all the way through fall which again somebody check on mappa because during the falls whenever the last episode of attack on titan is dropping so somebody check on them. <laughs> yes. Those poor oh. animators. Although I love the running joke of like Zom 100 being made by the animators at MAPPA because that's how they actually feel. <laughs> that a zombie apocalypse would be so much better than having to go to work. <laughs> oh, they also did Zombie Land Saga. Um but yeah, have Mappers... we, we watched Zombie Land Saga? I don't or have think I talked to have... you about that? I don't think we have actually watched it. I think we've just spoken about it. It's a zombie idol anime. Um, Mappa also did Yuri on Ice. Yeah. Um, most of the big shit nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> they did Kids on the Slope, which is one of my favorite animes. They um, picked up One Punch Man season three. Yeah, they did Days, which is a football anime. Football or soccer? Football? <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are going to be so mad. Fine. Uh, yeah, they did pretty much everything. 
Anything you can think of is probably done by them. I mean, that's yeah. Not true, yeah. Chainsaw Man. Duh. Yep. Um, yeah, they do it. Yeah. 17 plus or R for uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and um, that stands uh, but again same thing that I normally say is if you have a 15, 16, 17 year old or whatever that you think could handle it I think they probably could like I definitely watched it like this when I was that age but um, if you're a parent watch it through first Um, it's gory with the sexual undertones um, just as a show in general yeah it's very, like, the sexual natures of it are incredibly lighthearted. Yeah. Like, I think this bit had a sea cucumber joke. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was mainly it, but no, it's gore aplenty. Yeah. And then it does have um, questions of morality that I can see some parents being, or, like, some people finding um, to be uh, uncomfortable, because it does... Like, the, it's just one of those shows where it makes you think about things that are sometimes very heavy topics, and not that's not always something that's comfy for people. And this season especially was a season about humanizing a bad guy, so... Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, I feel like it was kind of necessary, because the way that JJK Zero ended, it kind of <laughs> left you with the feeling of, like, okay, I kind of need a little bit more input than that. So actually getting that, it's like, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand their relationship. But also, we're going to get into some other thoughts about this, because I, yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so, spoiler chicken hats. Wait, I got this. Hang on. Uh... The pipes. I don't know if you Oh, <laughs> I did hear that. So I was like, wait, what? The pipes. <laughs> the pipes. I thought it might have been being just like taking off across the house. <laughs> Uh, yeah, chicken hats. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in a closet right now, so the pipes. The pipes, the, the pipes, pipes are calling. <laughs> How do you know oh. that song? Because it's referenced in American media. <laughs> okay. Are you shocked? Yeah, I am a little bit. <laughs> Do you take me as uncultured swine? I mean, it's not every day that you hear an American talking about old Danny boy. <laughs> it's literally just because it's referenced in like American media. That's it. That's the only reason I know it. Oh, either that or it was it was referenced on YouTube or something. I don't I don't fucking know, man. All I know is I know it. That's it. That's literally all I know. <laughs> I'm impressed. Color me impressed. That's yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Look at that. I have. You'd be set to go to a pub in Ireland. All right, let's go. Except you one go drink. <laughs> one drink. Oh, with us going to my friend's concert next Friday, I was uh, I was talking to her about it because I'm like, hey, I got good news. I'm bringing people with me because we're treating it as like an slightly early birthday celebration for me she's like oh, no way i'll buy you a drink for your birthday and i was like just one but also preferably not at all because i gotta drive home but just one <laughs> you can buy me a drink but nobody else can <laughs> no repeat of my 21st birthday damn it <laughs> no no i drink so much just to find out that I could die from consuming that much. <laughs> oh, it was a problem. It's fine. Everything's Way to live life fine. on the edge, hey? Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to JJK. OP and ED. Very good. Yes. <laughs> uh, first of all, the animation and the audio syncing on the OP was spectacular. Yeah. Um. With the OP being Where Our Blue Is, and it was performed by Tatsuya Kitani, mm-hmm. and the ED being Light, performed by Soshi Sakiyama. Yes. But yeah, very, very good. I enjoyed it a lot. It was very, very well done, very well performed. The OP has definitely made it onto my playlist. 
Because at this point, uh, I started doing this in the spring, but I don't know if I talked to you about this, but I've started making uh, Apple Music playlists of OPs and EDs that I really enjoy for every season. So, yeah, your boy is um, keeping track of anime music he really likes. Nice. Yeah, Other while we're still on sound, I do want to go back to the um, general sound of the entire, what is it, five episodes? Yep. Because that was one thing that I really took away from the anime this time that I genuinely noted early on in like the first and second episode that I watched, but then it just progressively got better (laughs) to the point where it becomes like a, like storytelling, like structural part during one segment of the show. Talking about episode three? Yes. Yeah. That, that fucking hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way that they did that. Like, I, no, granted, I would have bet money that that was going to be the case of how that episode was going to end. Yeah. However, the way that they did it, it was so spectacularly structured mm-hmm. to where just whenever the sound abruptly ends mm-hmm. with that gunshot, I was like, Yeah. <gasps> you know, you know, when the things make you uncomfortable, so you laugh. I laughed. I full on burst out laughing. Like, it was like the funniest thing ever. And I was like, why am I laughing at this? And it was because it was like drama, 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 dead silence. And I was like, aha, that's funny. Like, you see, you had that reaction. I'm sitting there just out in the barn on my lunch break, just tears. Just, no, no, I was, I cackled. I cackled. It was really not good. Because then I sat there questioning my entire morals for like another 10 minutes after that. I was like, Jesus Christ. But not just that. Also then in the following episode, um, when there is the, like the clapping raindrop um, crossover of Mm -hmm. sound, um, which I thought was really sick. But even in the first and second episodes, just the, the use of classical music to... Um, enhance the storytelling and cutting out voices when it's not necessary like just having the characters like animated as though they're talking but not including us on the conversation because it's not necessary to forward the plot but they want the visuals there and so they backed it with this classical music and those moments ended up being so much more visually impactful because your brain isn't trying to process what they're saying. And as a subtitle reader, I also wasn't being distracted by the subtitles. So it was very, very clever when they chose to include those moments. Mm -hmm. Now I do have one complaint about this. And now I granted, I don't, I don't necessarily take it so much as a complaint. I just feel like it could have been potentially spread out a bit more. I felt like there was too much like exposition dumping. Like whenever Gojo was like full on explaining his powers and um, Fushiguro was like explaining his stuff. Mm-hmm. I it just felt like so much of an info dump to where I was like, okay, this is kind of taking away from things just a little bit. Yeah, I actually agree with you then um, on those points. <clears throat> I did kind of zone out during those moments. And now, it, yeah. I will say, like, Gojo's, I'm glad we got that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm glad that I fully talked about his powers. Because he has one of the most baffling skill sets that I've ever seen between his limitless ability to where, like, he can literally pick and choose what does and does not touch him. Yeah. And yet that man took more damage <laughs> from people just socking him, even though, like, they were doing it as, like, bits or whatever. The man took more damage from that than he did, like, physical attacks other than episode three. Yeah. <laughs> but outside of that, it felt like so much, especially in the case of Fushiguro, where he ends up dying in the end. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just so, so much exposition where I was like, why? Yeah. And, like, I kind of get it because then you've got Mega Man and you've got the, the pressure of, <clears throat> like, 
who he's going to grow up to be and everything. But like, we already kind of, we, we've got that already. And like, yeah, I'm with you. Like it was just. That's because it's heavily alluded to in the first season, like just how powerful Megamine's going to be just because of, you know, Tsukuna, who is one of the most feared uh, cursed spirits in the entire world is like, I want to see how you develop because you're going to be really strong. And then even Gojo's like, okay, I know what your potential is going to be. Now we know why he knows what his potential is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you could have had like all of that just without Fushiguro just like hardcore like explaining all of his abilities. Mm-hmm. But again, that's just me. And that's probably me just trying to find one thing to critique just to like get it out but outside of that i have zero complaints yeah no i'm with you i'm fully with you on that and i think what it is that's pushing it to to become a complaint for me at least is that it feels like villain monologue and yeah yeah and i mean even the bit with gojo too like i'm glad we got it it's just either a they should have spread it out Mm. a bit more to where because we got such because it was just so much at once and then we ended up getting more later to where like why not every time he uses it like just give us a little bit of explanation instead of big old chunk here big old chunk here and then big old chunk here yeah yeah because then because we know that they can do it like that and they can do it well because at the the very last episode um that's been out episode five uh we get an explanation about his progress like it's been a year since everything that's happened and in that progress update he gives a very short to the point explanation of everything that he's progressed on and why like where he's at and that was very legible very understandable super easy to digest and i guess in that same sense we wouldn't be able to digest that if we hadn't have had the info dump earlier but if they could have figured out a way to make it in those small little moments or even have like if you want to info dump it don't have it just him explaining it as himself you could take shots to other characters talking about him like oh yeah he actually does this this and this and then he goes and i've been doing this and then another character yeah he does this you know and then at least you're getting visual changes you're getting like other people describing it in their way Rather than just, like, a monologue, I guess. And also, don't do it during the middle of a fight. Yeah. And especially as beautifully animated as these fight scenes were. Like, this is genuinely some of the best Sakuga that I've ever seen in anime. Mm-hmm. Like, it was animated absolutely incredibly. And yet, I'm sitting here, like, having to focus on the subtitles because they're giving a fucking info dump. <laughs> Yeah. Like, let me enjoy the fight scenes for what they are because they were fucking gorgeous. Yeah, fully. It was so good. Like Gojo's monologue, whenever he kills Fushiguro, like that whole bit, like that was incredible. But having the info dump leading up to that, to where she's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I want, like, I want the character growth that came with that, and like Gojo's internal turmoil about how he felt and everything but I don't have to keep hearing about these powers. Just either A, spread it out, or don't put it in a fucking fight. Yeah. Also didn't need to hear about them wearing down Gojo for three episodes straight. Like, yeah. we get it. That was your point. Yeah, Just yeah. stop fucking talking about it. We get the point. You could have talked about it once whenever you stabbed him through the back. Yeah. They'd be like, haha, I wore you down because you, they even alluded to it. It's like, hey man, you haven't slept. Are you going to be okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll be okay. So as we get back to the school, it's going to be okay. That is a massive red flag. We don't have to just constantly, haha, I wore you down. You're tired. You're slow. All this. Like, no, stop. We, we are not that stupid. (laughs) Yeah. And along with that point as well is they barely if at all described how he was able to get inside the school like i mean i I get it's because he doesn't have a demon presence but like like he well so you see that's the thing though that's why 
Yeah. Because the veil will keep out cursed uh, yes. spirit energy. Yeah. Now, they yeah. also explained away how he was able to get down into the basement as well to get into Tengen's domain. Mm-hmm. Because they... If you don't know where the doors are, then you don't know how to get in. That's why they don't need guards. Yeah. But if you see somebody going in or leaving and you know where they are, then nothing's going to stop you from getting in. So I'm like, that's actually like a really cool concept. And I'm glad you explained that. But I mean, again, so much fucking, uh, so much information. Yeah. It, and I think that's why you like, people miss things like I missed things sometimes and I had to like go back and like double check things was because like when you when you shove a textbook in front of someone they're not going to pick up everything but if you give them little snippets then they're more likely to remember stuff yeah I know I don't know um yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's what, that's like the only thing that we can complain about because everything else was really, really cool. Yeah, like seeing the whole like situation of like getting a background on Tengen because seeing how like or just how big of a role he plays in the jujitsu world. Um, for one, again, like actually getting the explanation of how Gojo's powers work, because I know that was kind of one of our big talking points at the end of season one is just how powerful is Gojo? Because mm. dude's fucking OP as shit. Yes. But now we get to see, like, for one, he wasn't always that way, but also we get the reasoning as to why. Like, he's very reserved, even though he's also, like, the fun uncle <laughs> yeah. who puts his, you know, students in some really heavy shit. But he's still like the fun uncle of the group, but he still like doesn't really get close to anybody. So now we kind of figure out why, because his best friend decides to murder 112 people. Yeah, but I kind of I kind of get it. I mean, so, okay. (laughs) Looking at all of this and going back to the whole point you made of like giving like real thought into morality Mm. questioning and stuff like that. Like, first of all, if anybody had any right to go bad in this, it was Gojo. Yeah. Like, and he was ready to, but Ghetto was like, no, no, they're not worth it. And then he's the motherfucker that goes bad. (laughs) Again, I get it because dude is literally suffering. Like his power causes him to suffer. And, you know, the jobs that he was being sent out on, like, I couldn't do that. And especially the one that he snapped on, like, I'm not going to lie in that situation. I very well might've made the same call if I were in his shoes, Mm -hmm. because I can't, you know, say whether or not like what I would do in that situation, but everything that he had been to, like that would break just about anybody. Yeah. So I, like, I get it. Yeah. I can't blame him. Well, and that's the thing is, like, he, the, okay, so trauma happens, then the two best friends get split up because they're both deemed powerful enough, but specifically Gojo is deemed powerful enough to be able to go off and do his own adventures and whatever, and, like, they need him on projects, but they only need him doing it because he's good enough to do whatever he wants on his own. So not only do we now have Ghetto feeling shitty about everything that happened and the call that he made then and the memory of that on repeat and going on in his mind plus the fact that his power is literally like torturing him to like him doing his job him trying to follow through on these morals that he's supposedly having to stick to and then him questioning those morals this whole time but now he's been kind of isolated in a way from the person that was grounding him because although he gets to see him on occasion they're kind of they're not always together anymore and so he's kind of lost a safety net in that aspect as well and then he gets pitched this question out of nowhere of like hey pick a side you've got a choice to make you know it's kind of not really worded that way but it is and then he has given an out and the out is if you kill everybody you know then it ends everything ends it all stops and he is like well 
damn, you know, I want it all to stop, but he's still not going to make that choice yet until he's then put in that position where he's brought back to that day where he made the wrong call or what he deems is now the wrong call. And he chooses to correct that. And that then obviously leaves him being being a mass murderer. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very interesting how you, in that last episode, especially we really got the um, understanding of his mental psyche and how that was being worn down. Similarly to how Gojo was being worn down throughout the, the three days when he was away, like through exhaustion, Geto was now being worn down through his own exhaustion um, over the, the following year. Yeah, just seeing the parallel there and like just the overall different paths that it took them down, mm. it was incredibly interesting to see. And like I really enjoyed the story that was told. And again, getting the background of the individuals involved and like seeing the relationship between the two and why... Like, it seems like time and time again, Gojo has let Geto go. And it all literally stems back to the whole, like, Gojo's had every opportunity. He just can't bring himself to do that. Because Geto's the one that topped, he talked him off the ledge. Yeah. Because Gojo was ready to go down that path himself and slaughter that whole set of cultists. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, no, 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 no. Like, it's not worth it because then you're going to be just like them. And then, boom. He flips. So very, very interesting, deep conundrums being presented. Mm -hmm. But very, very good story. Can't wait to see where it goes. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm stoked to watch more. Yeah. That everything you got? <laughs> yeah. Kind of everything for me. What do you give it? Uh, okay. Uh, nine. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. Like an eight or nine, like eight and a half. Yeah. I could, I could almost go nine and a half. But mm -hmm. I feel like I bitch too much to where nine and a half just seems. Um, <laughs> nine seems rather fitting. But also, I don't know, man. That fight scene animation really makes me want to. Because, <laughs> God, I'm, I'm still such a shonen boy at heart. Even though, like, I am definitely the rom-com guru of the bunch. God, that fucking fight scenes, man. But nah, nine. Nine. Yeah, I I'm like I'm stuck at an eight and a half. Fair um, enough. Yeah, super good. Do you recommend? Yeah, very very much recommend. Um, thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Love it. Love it. Big fan. You're you're doing you're doing a great job. <laughs> Oh, so next week, I, um, God, we haven't planned anything because I wasn't prepared for us to come back this week. Next week is a mystery. Yeah, we'll get it figured out <laughs> sometime between now and then. Next week, maybe a video of us showing each other TikToks because we haven't planned anything else. Yeah, uh, who knows what we'll get into. We'll, uh, we'll get there. We promise. Maybe. Yeah. Wink. God, all the stupid shit we do is now on camera, immortalized forever. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I need to put in a backdrop. So if you guys have any ideas as to what I should have in the back of my video, I was thinking of getting some of Brad's... Oh, I just kicked my desk. B, B anime posters that are either on that side or that side, depending on... That side to me, but I don't know what side to you guys. Um, To put in the back. But any other ideas? Let me know, because it's just a white wall at the moment. Those! Yeah, those. Those right there. <laughs> yeah. And if I move my screen over a little bit, then I can get rid of the thing. And then it's just a complete white wall. But Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to ship you a green screen. But I oh, that's very, that's very zoomed out. Oh. But you can, you can see all the things. Hey, we're in matching cloak. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> I got my pride stuff on. I got. <laughs> no, it's... I got. Yeah. <laughs> The samurai one, they, God, they really need to do another one of those drops. Because I really like their anime drops. Like, those yeah. are so nice. Uh, oh, well. well and it's got cloak on the sleeve, but you can't see it because it's all scrunched. It's all scrunched, but you know it's what? It's fine. Scrunched. It'll be fine. Editing this whole bit's going to be hell because I don't know how to leave things alone. <laughs>
I say that like I'm not going to probably let AI handle all of this and let it deal with all of my camera bullshit. <laughs> uh, if oh. anybody wants to join our team as an editor for free, let us know. We can't pay you because we can't pay ourselves. Yeah, but what, what we can do is let you put it on your resume as experience. <laughs> for hashtag exposure. Yeah, we will shout you out on our Instagram that has 800 and something followers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so thank you all so much for listening. You can find us on socials at B and B Anime, Blue Lavenders, Blues Lavenders, right? I think so. God, I I can't fucking do Something. things. Uh, Brad Carter Gaming or Brad Garen Vo. I will eventually get everything crossed over. And yeah, next week it's a mystery, so you'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.